hell below, there's hell below, we're all... What's the title? If there's hell below, we're all gonna go. What's the title? If there's hell below, we're all gonna go. That's a hell of a statement. Track one. Hey. One more, please. <clears throat> two. Track two. Welcome back to another episode of the Cold Comedy Show. How you doing? I'm your host, Ricky Cole. You know, there's a lot going on in America. Today is September the 11th, 9-11. Heart and prayers go out to those who died 19 years ago. And the government still didn't pay his obligation to those who died. Like, take care of them. They're still struggling, those who are here. Well, 19 years later, we have Donald Trump in the White House. And he lied to the American citizens. Now, that lie, he's trying to deny. Crazy, isn't it? We're going to talk about that later on in this show. We're going to talk about how greed, power, will corrupt you and destroy your nation if you let it. You got to dig this out. Mrs. Curtis Mayfield. Cut it one moment, please. Thank you all for listening to the Cold Comedy Show. There's a lot going on, like I was saying. The president lied to us citizens. You know he cares more about Wall Street than he cares about Main Street. You have uh, so-called Lindsey Graham running around hiding his ass off. And fuck Tim Scott. Find out Candace Owens bringing her ass out of her fucking closet. And fucking with Carly B. Shit is getting crazy, isn't it? You know, when I dig this tune right here, you understand that the soul is still alive if we reach down and pull it out and pull it out of this property. Shout out to all the Black Lives Matter protesters, people who are standing up for their rights. Don't let it. The system destroy us. 
to stand up and fight back. Fight back, get out and vote. This November, we got to get out there and fight. Stand in line, double your mask if you have to, bring your lunch. But we're not going to let these motherfuckers win. You listen to the cold con- Show. You know what gets me when I hear the president who lies to us like it's just normal. That what blows my mind. How the fuck do you suppose to care about your country when all you do is lie to your countrymen and women? Isn't that fucking crazy? I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it real. You listen to the Cold Comedy Show. But I just want to listen, let you people who listen to my show, listen to this motherfucker, tell this man who's writing this book with a recorder how he really feels. And on top of that, how much he don't give a fuck. I think you should know there's 198,000 people dead by Monday 200 by Tuesday 200,000 Americans gone, gone, gone and the clock is still ticking but he didn't tell us the truth I'm telling you there's some cold shit I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. The president never downplayed the virus. Once again, the president expressed calm. Uh, the president was serious about this. The last thing we can show is panic or excitement or fear or anything else. We had to take care of the we had to take care of the situation we were given present today and also talking to Bob Woodward uh, for 18 different sit-down interviews or phone calls um, in which Bob Woodward the journalist has some 20 hours of tape apparently he's going to show some of that on 60 minutes this weekend uh, let's bring in our panel former Tennessee Congressman Harold Ford Jr. currently chairman of RX Saber Molly Hemingway senior editor at the Federalist Tom Bevan Real Clear Politics co-founder and president you know, I asked Molly, the national security advisor, why the president would sit down with Bob Woodward, knowing that this book was going to come out 50-some days ahead of the election. Uh, he said it's just part of what the president wants to do, talking straight. You know, I just read Byron York's excellent book, Obsession, which just came out yesterday. And one of the big themes in that is looking at how President Trump thinks that if he talks to people, he can win them over. And it is this pattern where he keeps talking to people who seek his destruction. But this is something that we've already known. And in general, I think people should be ready for this type of supposed bombshell to drop every couple of days because we're in the closing days of an election or the last couple months of an election. And people are very interested in fighting President Trump. But I'm not sure this is such a big deal. We already knew that President Trump thought this was serious. He closed the border. He created a task force. He declared a public health emergency. And we already knew in March he was asked, why are you so optimistic about it or why are you downplaying it? And he said, I don't want to cause panic. I think that 
In fact, if there were criticism to be had against President Trump, it's that he didn't do enough to stop those people who tried to panic everything into shutdown. And, uh, you know, everyone said it was going to be two weeks that we needed to have a lockdown, and we're now in many months of it. And I think we know now it's a much less serious threat than we thought at the time, but there's still criticism to be had about whether Trump and, and other politicians did enough to stop that panic that the media were inducing. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci asked today uh, with John Roberts at 2 p.m. about this uh, disparity as it sounds on the tapes with Bob Woodward and what the president said at the time publicly. Take a listen to Fauci. I may not be tuned in to the right thing that they're talking about, but I didn't really see any discrepancies between what he told us and what we told him and what he ultimately came out publicly and said. I'm a small frame in, in the big picture of what goes on. Now, what I'm trying to say to you, listen to that. That's Fox News. See how there's no urgency in that. Well, you know, he just told a little lie. He didn't want to get you upset. He didn't want to get you upset. You know, this fucking white nationalism right there. That's how it looks. That's how they play you. That's how the game goes. These motherfuckers think we're stupid. Now you were just listening to Fox News the way they was just talking eh, like it was another big deal. The president lied to the American people. And you think we can do four more years of this shit? Really? Have you seen America? Is it great? It was never great, but is it? This, this is great? Make America great again? This is what the fuck you wanted? You know, I was watching um, CNN, Cuomo, and... Um, he was sick. And the motherfucker looked like he aged from that shit. It made him weak. That motherfucker's a healthy dude. Why his governor, his brother, the governor out there fucking have to fight Trump with a Trump crazy ass bullshit. Didn't want to fund the states. People dying. Them motherfuckers said, eh, it doesn't matter. Open up the country. Fuck it. Knowing that they knew the truth. Know it. Them motherfuckers knew that this shit was airborne. All of them, not just Trump, Pence, all of them motherfuckers know. But we always put Fauci up there, and this motherfucker knew they knew, and he's sitting there talking around in circles in layman terms, and motherfucking media talking about, oh yeah, that, he's, he makes sense. They all knew. Listen to Cuomo. You stand accused of lying, denying, and thereby endangering too many of us for too long, causing illness and death. And that's Cuomo. Our president knew that COVID-19 was going to be much worse than he was telling you. He lied. He pressured others to lie, essentially. You know how selfish and hateful and ignorant you have to be not to care about your own countrymen? You know, that's Cuomo, a little bit of him when he was going to fuck off on Trump. But just listen to Trump's words and tell me, Fox... It's not full of shit. Just tell me how they love bullshit people. 
They're the problem. It's not just Trump. It's the Republican Party itself. Matter of fact, it's not only me sees that shit. I have other comedians beginning to see that shit too. Startling facts came out. It's not just old, older yeah, exactly. young people to plenty of young people. So give me a moment of talking to somebody going through this with Fauci or somebody who kind of uh, it caused a pivot in your mind because it's clear just from what's in on the public record that you went through a pivot on this to oh my god the gravity is uh, almost inexplicable and unexplainable well I think Bob really to be honest with you sure, I want you to I be. wanted to uh, I wanted to always play it down I still like playing it down yes sir. because I don't want to create a panic and so what was uh, President Xi saying yesterday well, we were talking mostly about the uh, the virus and I think he's going to have it in good shape, but you know it's a very tricky situation. It's uh, it goes it, it goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air. That's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, it's also more deadly than your, you know, your even your strenuous flus. You know, people don't realize we lose 25,000, 30,000 people a year here. Who, who would ever think that, right? I know. It's, I mean, it's pretty forgotten. amazing. And uh, then I say, well, is that the same thing? For, this is uh, more right. deadly. This is more deadly. This is five per, you know, this is 5% versus 1% and less than 1%. You know, so this is deadly stuff. What this means is that Trump knew. He knew the danger of this virus as early as February 7th, when this clip was recorded between Trump and journalist Bob Woodward. He knew the death rate. He knew it was more dangerous than the flu. He knew about its quick transmissibility. He knew all of these details. And yet publicly, when it came to giving this vital, life-saving information to the American people, here's what he was saying. And again, when you have 15 people, and the 15 within a couple of days is gonna be down to close to zero, uh, that's a pretty good job we've done. It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. Yes. And from our shores, we've, you know, it could get worse before it gets better. It could maybe go away. We'll see what happens. Stay calm. Uh, it will go away. You know it, you know it is going away. And it will go away. And we're going to have a great victory. Well, I think the 3.4% is really a false number. Now, this is just my hunch. And uh, but based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people that do this, because a lot of people will have this and it's very mild. Uh, they'll get better very rapidly. They don't even see a doctor. They don't even call a doctor. You never hear about those people. So you can't put them down in the uh, in the category of the overall population in terms of this uh, Corona flu. And it's not just his own words, it's in writing too. He took to Twitter on March 9th, more than a month after this initial clip with Woodward, and wrote, quote, so last year, 37,000 Americans died from the common flu. It averages between 27,000 and 70,000 per year. Nothing is shut down. Life in the economy will go on. At this moment, there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus with 22 deaths. Think about that. 
He played it down publicly so that instead of being able to prepare for the virus that would go on to kill hundreds That's of thousands of Americans, up. we were left in the dark. We were left confused by the chaos that he knowingly sowed. We were left unprepared. Why? Unprepared. Because he wanted to create some momentary false sense of security. He wanted to protect the stock market and the economy. And he sacrificed the safety of the American people to do that. Here's the thing. It's one thing not to incite panic. It's another thing to lie about a deadly pandemic that would ultimately kill hundreds of thousands of Americans. And what Trump did was the latter. And it's not like we can't know whether full transparency would have been effective. All we have to do is look at most countries throughout the world. South Korea's leader didn't appear on national television and promise that the virus would miraculously disappear with the heat. They took immediate action. They coordinated nationwide testing and contact tracing system. They produced PPE. They encouraged the use of masks. The same happened in Germany, in New Zealand, in Canada. We don't live in a vacuum. We have the benefit of being able to compare our government's response in real time to that of other governments that opted not for denialism, but for transparency. Their strategy was largely successful. Ours is an abject failure. And Republicans will undoubtedly try to spin this however they can. But the simple fact is that what Trump said to the American people was in direct contrast to what he told Bob Woodward. He knew the virus was dangerous and deadly. He knew it was easily transmissible. He knew it had a mortality rate leagues worse than the flu. He made the conscious decision to lie to the American people on a daily basis because he put his own reelection above our lives. We lost the months of February and March when we could have actually contained the virus. We lost it to Trump's denialism. We lost it to him throwing himself a victory parade for a half-baked travel ban to China that clearly did not work. We lost it to promises of the miraculous disappearance of the virus. That's time we'll never get back, leading to the loss of lives that we'll never get back. And it was the fault of one person, Donald Trump. And the Republican fucking party. I'm not going to put it all on him. It's the fucking party. Something stinks in the hen house. And it's a lot of rotten eggs. And I'm telling you, they're planning something. They're planning something. And it's not only me who's taking notice. I'll be right back. all this craziness going on, then we know what the president really feel about the citizens, especially minorities, because what he said was bullshit. He runs on law and order, law and fucking order. You know, I give it out to black America, man, especially the ladies who stood up, Kaepernick, all of those guys, man, standing out, LeBron's, I don't pronounce his name right, LeBron's James, it's better than Jordan, I tell you that much, and I was a big Jordan fan, but Jordan ain't got shit on LeBron, Shaq, all those guys, man, standing up, pushing for Black Lives Matter, I give it to them, because I'm telling you, man, we've been fighting this struggle for a long time. And, you know, I'm a Curtis Mayfield fan. I'm just going to let you tell it. Let him tell it in his way. Especially, shout out to Mrs. Black America.
stepping so proud Mother Nature's only got child Society salutes you today And we'd like to say God bless Miss Black America Watch over Miss Black America She cried tears of success We wish her no happiness Miss Black America Sisters, we're all so very proud Of that natural look we see among the crowd Worldwide admiration From nation to nation They love you, Miss Black America We love you too, Miss Black America You're such wonderful people And so beautifully equal Miss Black America No one can deny If a young child should ask Just tell them why They should not be ashamed of their past Just explain The true mother is Black America None other than Miss Black America She cried tears of success We wish her all happiness Miss Black America Mr. Curtis Mayfield, Miss Black America. You're still black and you proud, baby. You know, we have a struggle, man. We have a struggle. And our ancestors had to struggle. Now it's our struggle. We thought we was making some progress. We have. You know, thanks to John Lewis and Martin Luther King and Malcolm, Megger Edwards, and all the black leaders I can't even think of. They passed the torch to the beautiful ladies out there who will get up and fight. When, when they see the man is down, they'll fight. People fighting for their rights. Who cares who you love? You have the right to love who you love. Fight for your rights. right back. Don't get out. You catch this virus. We need you to stay around and vote. Wear your mask. Stay safe. You listen to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm going to come back with um, one of the great comedians and uh, Mr. Eddie Griffin. And he's going to tell you the truth. What's really going on in America? I've been saying it. Now, I'm going to hear it from Eddie. I'll be right back. You listen to the Cold Comedy Show. It's Black America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trump is crazy enough as they get closer to putting his uh, uh, 
coup, because that ain't being said by the mainstream media, but this is a coup pulled off by the Russians, Trump's motherfucking uh, uh, treasonous ass, the alt-right KKK, uh, uh, neo-Nazis all conspired and pulled off a coup of the United States motherfucking presidency. You call it anything else? Oh, and I'm sorry, did I leave out the Republican fuck-ass motherfucking treasonous party? There's one hero named uh, 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 Senator John uh, okay. McCain who said, you know what? I'm not down with this shit. Got up out of his motherfucking look like deathbed and was a patriot once again. So that's, 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 that's what it takes. Because, uh, you know, history will tell the tale that I'm telling you the fucking truth. So I hope that this uh, so-called investigation is really a fucking investigation. Because if Obama did half of the shit this motherfucker did in seven months, HBO would have televised the live hanging and firing squad simultaneously now. They'd have a rope around the nigga net and some guns going off of the treasonous president Obama. Very simple. Uh, it is uh, uh, it's a back uh, 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 white lash. I think is uh, the phrase uh, white lash. It's just eight years of seeing somebody black walk out of a place that's called the White House in the most racist country in the history of the world. It was designed on racism. It was built on the backs of my forefathers and mothers. And uh, America's yet to look in the mirror real seriously at herself and say, I have an original sin that I have to face and cleanse. And you can only do that by teaching truth, not his story, but real story. All them history books got to be tossed in the trash. But now let's get to the subject. Let's subjugate that thought process. Go ahead, Let's brother. not always be omnipresent here in the conscious mind, but what's going on subconsciously? Preach. All right? And that is called institutionalized racism. That yeah. is the subconscious of racism. It all comes from the sub before it reaches the conscious mind and ends up being a fucking statute or a book to begin with. The subjugated uh, secret racism. And, you know, that's only the powers that be, and, you know. And that would be, you know, the billionaire, trillionaire banking club. <laughs> Y'all got to do something, you motherfuckers. A lot of things that are going on in the world right now, if you go back and play prior work of mine, I've been calling this for a long time uh timing is everything uh, right now the world is in need of reason and season you know what i mean i need a reason to laugh from the gut about the lunacy that's going on in the world i need a season to also hear in that joke a way to fix the problem we live in problem world god damn it i'm from solution city so the solutions are in the jokes if you read between the lines. In yourself. Woo! Hey. Hey, man, that's Eddie Griffin. It makes sense, don't it? He really does. You know, it's, I don't even know where to start at with this crazy shit that's going on right now. I don't. Not. I mean, the press.
You're listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Mr. Dante Holloway. Court. 
nothing more than a black puppet, educated fool. And that's a lot of black Republicans out there. They sell their soul as long as they can live good. But they always want to keep us in the ghetto. Shut up and dribble, boy. You know, they take some shit to say that on national television and get away with it. But a brother take a knee for civil rights against police brutality. What we get? We get fired. An apology four years later. And let's go by Jay-Z and promise him he might be an NFL owner someday. Be good, boy. It's gonna keep us in the ghetto. They don't care about people dying in the ghetto. Donald Trump said it. You knew this shit was airborne. They pulling a fucking coup. Wake up, America. Wake up. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. I know it's the old school way. Don't forget, stay safe. Wear your mask. And hug and love your loved ones.